Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that I had a miracle cure that would guarantee you and your family living to a ripe old age whilst feeling vigorous, fit and fabulous. Would you be interested? Well, I do. It's called Healthy Living. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Healthy Living for Families Made Easy. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I'm super excited that you are here today. Today, we are going to talk more about habits and specifically, how can I stop using my mobile phone so much? And I know that I am not alone in thinking, oh my goodness, I check my phone so often. It's just one of those easy habits to do. And particularly now that we're all in lockdown, It's one of those things that just can take over your life a little bit. And there's lots of benefits of not being attached to your phone. Let's start by just having a think about habits. You know me, I'm all about routines, systems and habits. And one of the things I would say about habits is habits are those things that we do without thinking about it. And I always say habits are a double-edged sword because it doesn't matter whether you have a good habit or a bad habit. Your habit brain doesn't doesn't care at all whether it's a good habit or a bad habit. But obviously, there are big ramifications for whether that has a knock-on effect. So clearly, the habit of smoking is not very good for your health, whereas the habit of running or walking or eating vegetables is very good for your health or better for your health. Now, I think one of these things that we really need to pay attention to is without thinking, because that's the key. We do these things without thinking. That's the hallmark of our habit brain. It's much more efficient. And, you know, it can be really useful to use your habit brain. But we have to be aware of these not so great habits that are not helping us out. So one of the things about habits is that they have something called a reward, particularly when you're starting out. And what happens is you have this reward, which in most cases is dopamine. It's a neurotransmitter in our brain. And it's kind of that let's go and do something exciting. We want dopamine because it rewards us for doing these things. So if you think back to when we were hunter-gatherers, when our ancestors were hunter-gatherers, if we didn't have dopamine, we wouldn't have gone out to go and hunt for food. We wouldn't have gone berry picking. But when we did go berry picking, we'd be like, aha, I've got a blackberry dopamine surge. Dopamine doesn't last very long. So it's a very quick and easy 
reward to get. Now, there are different things that cause us to have dopamine reward, but that's what's going on inside our brain. And these days in modern society, there are so many reasons that we can get dopamine rewards. Now, a big glucose surge, a big chocolatey, yummy donut is going to give you a dopamine reward. But so many other things will give us a dopamine reward. So for my kids, it's definitely screen time. They love playing on their Nintendo, watching movies. Oh my goodness. Sigh. The sigh of a mother who wishes that screen time hadn't been invented. But other things will give you a reward. And so it doesn't matter. It can be something exciting. It can be something not so exciting. These things can give us rewards. The problem is, the more we have this dopamine, the more we want the dopamine. And we get to this stage where really and truly, we need to get a bigger hit, a bigger hit. We kind of get resistant to it. So we need more chocolate, more whatever it is, more screen time to get that same hit. And the other thing that happens is we aren't always rewarded. So for example, if you take social media, actually, sometimes your brain will be going, yeah, there's not much exciting happening on social media, but it's a little bit random. So occasionally, there'll be something exciting that does happen. But we're kind of happy to sit and wait it out. So we might check our mobile phone 96 times a day. That's apparently the average. People check their mobile phones 96 times a day. Can you imagine it? And one of those times might be interesting or they might be vaguely interesting, but it's not like, oh my goodness, this is something that, you know, I was born to do, check my mobile phone. We know that that's not the case. So we're busy checking, busy checking. One time we get a bit of a dopamine hit. And as I say, we can get too much dopamine or you know we get used to this dopamine so actually if we look at the world of quarantine it isn't necessarily a bad thing for us to reset our dopamine it's a really good thing to actually go okay i'm going to do a reset and this is one of the reasons when it comes to food that um in my one-on-one coaching and my group program which is going to be starting after april that um i recommend doing a reboot. So, you know, you get used to the way that you're eating and your body expects this dopamine habit, or it might be glucose and dopamine. And if you can reset that, it's really good to sort of wipe the blackboard clean, if that makes sense. And so actually, we can take quarantine and say, do you know what, being bored is kind of a good thing for resetting my dopamine receptors, because it just sort of brings everything down. So on the other side of the reset, life is kind of the same. You still get these dopamine rewards, but you're going to get those dopamine rewards for much less rather than having to be on your mobile phone 96 times or eating lots and lots of whatever it is. So doing a reset is actually really useful. And we've kind of had this reset thrust on us. However, there's a big but. And our mobile phones are what is really going to throw this reset because we've just replaced all of this reset with mobile phone and social media. Now, I'm not at all suggesting that we don't use screen times and the amazing technology that we have to connect with people. And connection is really, really important. And it's really important to remember in these times that we do, we do need social contact. But it's much better if you can to be chatting to someone on, say, Zoom and have a proper 
social connection rather than that constantly just checking social media to see what's going to happen. So here is the big question. How can we stop using our mobile phones so much? Now, I can tell you so much about habits. I love habits, but let's just keep it simple for today. And let's think about how to make good habits easy and how to make bad habits difficult. So putting friction in and thinking, okay, I'm going to give myself a barrier and that's going to make me stop using my mobile phone. So I guess the first thing to be aware of is self-awareness. You have to be aware that you have this problem because remember the habit is without thinking. So you have to be a little bit self-aware and go, okay, I know I've got this problem. Now I'm really going to I'm going to stop. I want to make a concerted effort to stop. Now you can do what I call cold turkey and just say, right, I'm just going to hide my mobile phone for two weeks. You might say that's not practical because I need my phone for for working, for security, for all these kinds of things. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, can you guess how many hours people spend on their mobile phones? Apparently, the average is 5.4 hours a day. Now, I guess that includes reading and answering emails and all of those things, but it still seems like an awful lot of time. And the vast majority of people who work online will be doing a lot of that on their computer. So that's not screen time, that's just mobile phone usage. I find that absolutely amazing. So number one, self-awareness and really understanding. And self-awareness is more than just saying, okay, I know that I use my phone too much. You can take that self-awareness a step further and you can say, okay, I see that when I have a quiet time, I sit down and I get a little bit bored and I just automatically reach for my phone. Or I want to know what the time is. And so I get my phone out and I look at the phone to see what time it is. And suddenly Facebook is there and half an hour has passed and who knows what happened. Or I am in the habit of drinking my coffee and thinking, I'll just check the news. And suddenly Facebook is open. (laughs) You can see that Facebook and social media really are alluring, aren't they? And we like to just check them. It's kind of mindless makes us feel a little bit like we're busy, particularly if you are using social media for your business. It kind of makes you feel, oh, yes, I am doing some work, but not really. So how can we make it difficult? How can we make it difficult for ourselves? Well, we can just leave our mobile phones behind. I'm very much in the habit. Well, I weave in and out of habits, but I do often just leave my phone behind. And people will say to me, oh, you never answer your phone. And my response is, well, that's because it isn't always attached to me. It's quite often in another room in the house. And so I don't hear it ringing. And generally, if people want to call me, it's not an emergency. There are other ways of getting hold of me if it is an emergency. Now, not everyone is going to say, I want to leave my phone on the other side of the house. But you can think about times when you can go out without a phone. Can you imagine, can you remember, am I showing my age here, but back, say, 20 years ago, hardly any of us had mobile phones. And even before that, go back 25 years, none of us had mobile phones. And we used to go out and we would meet people and say things like, I'm going to meet you on the corner of this road at four o'clock. Please make sure you're on time. And of course, your friend wouldn't be on time. And you would have to just wait until they turned up or they didn't turn up. And you went and walked off and went and did something else. But that was how life was back in the day. And you know what? We all survived. So it is perfectly possible to walk out of the house without your mobile phone. 
And there are definitely times when you can do this. I like to go for a walk and I just walk down to the sea, which takes about five, 10 minutes and walk back a 20 minute round trip. I might want to take a photograph from time to time, but really and truly, I don't need to take my phone with me. And sometimes actually I find it inconvenient because I don't have a pocket to put it in. So think when you go out, do I really need my phone on this trip or can I be perfectly fine without it? Am I just dropping the kids off at school and I'm going to be back in 10 minutes? Equally, if you think, okay, I can't leave my phone behind, you can put it in a pocket that is more difficult to reach. Make some other barrier there. Or even if you're in the same room, in your living room, instead of having it right next to you, put it somewhere else so that you have to get up and go and get it. And it may sound like, oh my goodness, that sounds like such a minor change. But really and truly, those small changes, those small barriers will interrupt your habit so that you will think, oh, now I have to get up and go and do it. Or it makes you aware to think, oh, I really don't want to be checking my phone. Now, you might say, okay, I need my phone, but really and truly, I want to give up this particular social media. So you can just leave that social media. You can delete it from your phone. Or another trick you can do is put it right at the back. You know, you have sheets and sheets. I can't remember what they're called. But, you know, when you open it up, you can see all the ones that you use frequently. And then as you go to the back, the ones that you use less frequently. Well, you can put the ones that you want to stop yourself from using towards the back so that you have to have this concerted effort. I have to swipe through three screens to get to it. So there's lots of different things that you can do. Now, the other thing you can do is think about turning it into a good habit. So you could say, for example, well, I'm going to, every time I pick up my mobile phone, I am going to call a friend and I'm actually going to chat to somebody rather than just be on social media. So I'm going to give myself this rule. If I pick up my phone to mindlessly look at some social media, what I'm actually going to do is pick a friend at random or a relative, and I'm going to phone them up out of the blue and say, hello, it's nice to chat to you and actually have some social input. I think as well, another thing we want to think about is replacing habits. It's quite difficult to take a habit and make it disappear without putting something in place. So you can have a think about actively what do you want to put in place. And I think one of the things that we have, a lot of us have forgotten how to do is just sit and have nothing to do. So not have a mobile phone. You know, during the day, we have those two or three minute breaks. Perhaps you're waiting for your children to put their shoes on or get their coat on, leave the door. And we're kind of used to being busy, but there's a little break and we could just not be busy. We could just sit and do nothing. And it feels really difficult when you try and do it. Now, if you live in a sunny place, I suspect it's much easier because you can think, I'm just going to go and sit in the sun for two minutes and enjoy the warmth of the day. But you don't need to live in a sunny place for it to happen. You can just say, okay, I'm going to sit here and almost like a mini meditation, I'm just going to sit and breathe and sort of Let all the emotions, the busyness of the day just calm down and just settle. And I suspect that this is one of the big reasons why we have so much stress in our lives today, because we jump from one thing to another thing to another thing, and we never give our time, our bodies, a chance to just calm down and relax. It's always a long, long list of things. And often we find ourselves in those moments when, you know, the kids are 
faffing, doing whatever. We're chivying them along. We're saying, come on, hurry up. We have to go. It's it's time to get into the car. You know, this kind of constant chat, 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 slight stress, slight stress. And we very rarely take the time to go, okay, in your own time, I'm ready when you are. I'm just going to sit and chill for a bit. You let me know. Now, obviously, you have to make sure you get to school on time. So you have to have your your routine set out properly. You can see how routines and systems and habits all combine together to get you to where you want to go, to enforce your goal. So that's another thing, just sitting, breathing, spending a little bit of quiet time, relaxing. What else have I got on my list? Okay, you could... So when you think about your self-awareness and think, okay, I know what it is. I want to know what the time is. I get my phone out to look at the time and then suddenly I'm on Facebook. Well, if that's what happens, you could think about getting just a regular wristwatch and looking at your wrist. Another thing that you could replace that time with is reading, reading a physical book or get something like a Kindle, which doesn't have all of those those extra phone things on. I have a Kindle and I absolutely love it. I use it for nighttime reading as well, or, you know, evening time reading so that I'm less tempted to be on social media. Although often I confess I have my phone and my Kindle and now I'm aware of it, I'm going to make sure I hide my phone and put it on. You can never use this mode. So I hope that has given you a few ideas and I hope that you can see the benefit in letting go of being on your phone all the time. And I think one of the things it can do is reduce your cortisol level. So we don't really think of social media as stressful, but it can add in a little bit of extra stress that we just don't need in the day. So, you know, somebody might disagree with what you've said, or you look at the news and think, oh my goodness, what has the world come to? And, you know, there's no good news out there. There's only disastrous and more disastrous news that does add a level of stress to our day and a level of stress that we can't really you know that these aren't things that we can change getting into an argument with someone on social media is not beneficial now obviously there are times when social media lifts you up and you think hooray I feel great because I've made that contact with people but really and truly I think it's about making proper contact with people rather than just commenting contact And talking about proper contact, I have been trying a little experiment. So last week we had coffee time with Dr. Orlina. And the idea was just to get to know people. And it was fun. I realised that actually I can use that time to be slightly more helpful in what we do. So I'm going to rename it Dr. Orlina's office hour. It's going to be on Wednesday at 2pm Eastern time. That's 7pm in the UK and 8pm in European time, Central Europe. And I'm going to try this as a little experiment for the next month or two. And what I thought we could do is invite people and you are invited to come along and we will have themes. So there will be themes that will be connected to the podcast. So this Wednesday, tomorrow, what I thought we could talk about is creating a routine that includes me time. So if you remember, um, I can't remember exactly when it was, a few weeks ago, I did a podcast about how to create a routine that includes me time. So I thought we could have that as the theme and include this idea of mobile phones and how to stop using our mobile phones all the time. Now, it depends on how many people turn up. As I say, this was a bit of an experiment. So we will see how it goes. 
But really, I was going to do it as a group coaching. So less of me talking. This is the talking bit. I've given you the information. And then we're going to think a little bit about, well, how can we implement this? And what effects is it actually having on my life? And how would my life be different if I could change that? So a bit of group coaching, and we will just see how it goes. So if you would like to sign up to that, I have created a page on my website. So you need to sign up and get the tag so that I can send you the the Zoom link. So I'm not going, I'm going to invite everybody, but I'm not going to send out the Zoom link to everybody. So the URL to sign up is drorlina.com slash office hour slash dot com. I will leave the link in the show notes. And as ever, if you ever want to have a time, a free coaching session and think, you know, I'm really interested in everything that you're talking about. I love your four pillars, which are just to remind you, nutrition, exercise, sleep and emotions and mindset. And I know I can really benefit from this, but I just feel a little bit stuck in implementing it and I would like some help. So if you're a busy mum, particularly busy mum with family and you would like to teach your kids healthy habits, that's what I'm all about. So if that sounds like you and you think, yes, please, I would love to have 30 minutes of your time to just to chat and to get a little bit of clarity on where I'm going, then feel free to email me or reply to one of my emails and we will set up a time to chat. That first chat is not about working together. If you're interested in working together, I will invite you, if we look like we're a good fit, I will invite you to a second chat. And you know what? I'm not, it's not a good fit with everybody. I see some people who chat to me and I think, you know what? You've got other problems that you need to sort out first. So for example, if you smoke, I would suggest giving up smoking before you think about other aspects of healthy living. So come and join me for Dr. Orlina's office hour to talk about how to create a routine that includes me time and giving up mobile phone usage or reducing mobile phone usage. And if you would like to take me up on a free 30-minute coaching session, either reply to my email or email me at orlina at drorlina.com. Have a fabulous week and I will be back next week. Bye-bye. so much for listening to this podcast episode. Remember, you can sign up for Dr. Orlina's Simple System to Healthy Living for Families at drorlina.com slash simple dash system. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I ask that you share it with somebody else who would also benefit so that I can reach more people and help more people live healthily. And lastly, if you are interested in working with a coach, then just email me at orlina at drorlina.com and we can set up a time to chat. Absolutely no obligation. I love chatting. So come and chat with me. Bye-bye.